guess it's time again for Buddy Martin. Call him up and tell him what you're thinking. But be kind because he's doing the best he can. Better. Stronger. Faster. Mama says that alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. What's going on, Dad? Hello, welcome to the Late Night Dilly Dilly. Welcome to our new friends at old Brendan. Dilly Dilly to your brother. Oh, Dilly Dilly. Like got a little bit there. of uh, green juice going there, huh? Yeah, I'll have a little Stella, yeah. little Stella yeah. tonight. A little Stella, Stella tonight. We have all these platforms going on now. I got them going off all over all my phones. And they're all going Bam. off. Bam. Twitter. Everywhere. Facebook. Just I think I'm even going to the kingdom right now. You are? The kingdom's out there? I think I got a live stream going to the kingdom. I got one going to wow. Periscope. Wow. I got one going to the Buddy Martin show. Okay. Uh, you know, I got them all over the... I think I do, and maybe we just don't have any at all, and I don't know what's going on. Well, I got two iPhones and a computer going at once, and I'm hearing sound from everywhere. Well, that's so I don't thing. know. But anyway, good to have you. Good, good show tonight, by the way. Uh, we've got... Obviously, some when is it not fun. a good show, by the way? So I just want to know. Some are better than others, my friends. Some I am Buddy Martin. Some are better than others. He is Brendan Martin. I'm Brendan Martin. Hey, put a little night. bread in my jar. Hey, we're a little apart tonight. I'm home in the home studio. We're trying to do this multi-stream platform. Split screen, multi-platform. Multi-stream, split screen. Tell us what you think, what you know, if you like it. If you're watching us at other places, we're going to be on YouTube Live, Periscope, which is Twitter, and Facebook Live to the Buddy Martin Show, and live to the Gator Nation Kingdom as well, I believe. So uh, let us know how you like that. Buddy's got some guests on tonight. I'm going to see if I can get us on this other thing. Buddy, who's on the show tonight? Well, first of all, uh, Mark Long, who's a well-known writer for the Associated Press, covers a lot of North Florida sports, including the Gators. Uh, and he also covers Jaguar football, and he covered the Players' Championship. So I want to get Mark's take on that remarkable round by Webb Simpson, one of the great, one of the great four, four rounds by the Players' Championship uh, uh, winner. And uh, we'll get about that. And then we'll talk to him about some of the things being said in the offseason. Some of Dan Mullen's posturing about player transfers. And I got a little bit of news tonight. I'm not going to call it news because I can't confirm it. But I do have a report to me out of Columbus, Ohio, regarding Urban Meyer and his role and whether or not uh, the grad transfer, Joe Burrow, much talked about on this program, but was allowed to even come to Florida. I don't know the answer to that, but one person reports to me that 
there may be a stumbling block, may have been a stumbling block. That's a little bit of drama there. I got to say, it's a little bit of drama coming out of Ohio State, don't you think, buddy? Oh, you know. Well, it could be. Let's just, just don't call it drama. That's just an interesting scenario right now. And here's the other thing. We're going to have Urban Meyer. Well, you're right. We're 90%. I got to text him again on Friday, Thursday, Friday morning in our morning show. And I, I, I apologize to all of our new listeners and viewers about the times, but we do a Monday night show, Tuesday morning show, a Wednesday show, World of Bear at six. And then we do two morning shows, Thursday and Friday at 1030. On the Friday show, we'll have Urban Meyer. It looks like uh, we'll try to ask that question gently and gingerly because it's a sensitive one. Even I want to talk about it. And I can understand that if he doesn't. But anyway, we'll ask him. So that's all, it. All is, all is fair. All is fair in love and recruiting, right, buddy? Can you see it behind me, Brendan? Yes. See I, what that is back there? I see your Brady Ackerman shirt, yes. <laughs> see the books? Yeah, what about Do you it? see the shoes? Yeah. See all that? Yeah. Those are goodies. Those are goodies. Oh, yeah? Some lucky member of our elites will win that tonight. They will win it tonight. Pair of shoes. I only got two sizes. You'll have to take your choice. I think I've got nines and tens or something. Mm. Um, Wait a minute. You'll size elevens probably. Uh, so whoever, whatever comes the closest what to your What about these? Well, they could be two. Now, think about this. It could be a woman who wins, too. So she may not want them. But here's what we got. She's probably got a son or a husband or a boyfriend who wants them. Um, I, I wore mine once. Literally once. once. They didn't and uh, the other ones have never been worn. Uh, so that, and then I've got, that goes up in value because we wore them one time, by the way. That, that's up in value, not down. Uh, and then we got new Brady Ackerman Buddy Martin t-shirt. Brady wanted to get top billing, so I made a t-shirt. Brady does a show with us on Wednesdays. And then we got two books. What's books? We got one of the remaining Hardbacks on Steve Spurrier's book, Head Ball Coach. And this is one that Urban Meyer actually used to his coaches and said, this is a book to read about Florida football. You must read this this summer. This is a voice from Florida on oral history of Florida football from about 1950s up to about 2010. Uh, and then so a lot of interesting stories never before told in this book. This all goes to... Whoever's name I got the elite up pulled out of this hat by Miss Joni, who will be in here. There are 17 pieces of paper here. Count them. I counted them myself. Wrote them out. Nine Whatever times. number comes up, we'll coordinate with the list Brendan has, and we'll know who the winner is. Right? Well, I have the list up with Coville's yeah. name in red for some reason at the bottom. Well, that's because he's the latest member. That's all. Well, we can't highlight Coville. That's the last person who needs to give any attention no, to. No, no. He's the last one. By the way, thank that. you. I need to change that right away. Thanks to everybody for what they've done supporting our program. Right? Yeah. There you go, Coville. You're not so special anymore. All right, so here's the deal. Here's what the program's about. Mark Long, let's catch up with his views of what he thinks about everything said and done. Here's what a remarkable performance by four Florida teams winning four SEC titles in 30 hours. Domination. Heard of. I know. And who knows better about that than the doctor himself, Sir Francis Beard. France. Who will France be joining Bills. us in a France bit. Talk Bears. about that. How'd they do it? Obviously, the track team, and softball team, and baseball team 
Great job. Congratulations to all those athletes and coaches there. Brendan, I don't know if you and I can talk about this or not. Probably not. But we're going to go to the shot tonight. We're going to try to talk about this new laws changing in gambling. I've got. I've been reading about it this afternoon, and later in the week I'll have somebody on who actually knows how to talk about it. But right now we need to get on hold of our friend Mark Long. We're running late. Okay. So we could call him up and chat with him. He's been waiting there for a couple of minutes. And we'll talk to Mark next coming up. Before we do that, I want to mention this program is brought to you by CD Farms, Florida. Our friends Tracy and Chris DeCubilis, who've been with us now for three months. Uh, they got pasture-fed beef and poultry. Uh, they've got great homegrown vegetables. In fact, I know I went to my doctor today, and I had a good report. He said, he said to me, buddy, eat more vegetables and less meat. Okay, well, I eat meat every day, a lot of it, so I'm going to eat some meat, but I'm also going to eat vegetables. And I think I'm going to call Tracy about this. This is their spring harvest, which is rolling in now. And you got a new deal that you can get a weekly vegetable plant. Uh, it's called a CSA. And you get a big box of freshly locally grown vegetables, enough for a family of four, it will vary week to week by different vegetables as they ripen. So you can check it out. Uh, call them at 352 443 553 that's 352 443 5538 or go to cdfarmsflorida at gmail.com or go to facebook cd farms florida find out more about the vegetable plant i believe we have mark long on the program now am i correct there brendan i don't think so i don't think he answered the phone are you there mark no he didn't answer well, we'll try you know what, mark, mark probably didn't answer the phone because he didn't know the number Oh, well. The number that came up was strange to him, so I'm going to have to do this now. I'm going to have to call him on my phone because he won't know who that was. See, uh, we, I told you to always tell him. I okay. say, buddy, you got to tell him we're coming in on a special hotline number. Mm-hmm. It's CD yeah, Farms hotline number, which one day we'll have a number. So you're going to call him in your cell? I'm going to try if I can, see if I can. Keep trying, Mark. Mark Long, I'm sorry we tried to call you on our Skype line. You didn't recognize it, so I understand that. But uh, we've got you now. Can we call you back on that number? Okay. Uh, Brendan, we'll call you now, and we'll speak with you in just a minute, okay? Thank you. All right. Like I said, he didn't recognize the number, Brendan, so if you dial him up now, we'll get him on. So, again, remarkable performance by the Gators. And remarkable performance by Webb Simpson. I don't know. I got to be boring, actually, after a while watching that tournament. I love golf. I like the players. But, boy, when you win it by that much, 1.7 shots, and uh, it was a fait accompli almost. Are you getting through on that number, Benham? Okay. I'm calling it again here, the one you, that you sent me, okay. you gave to me. Unless you, want, right. unless you want to shoot me the other number again and try again. I did call him on that number. So, um, well, let's can you send it to me on Messenger? Uh, all right. Sorry about that, folks. We'll try. We should have done this before. This is my fault for not doing it before. So I'll shoot to the second number and see so, if okay. I can Okay. It's on the Dilly Day. You should probably have a drink, everyone. It gives everyone an opportunity. Yeah, there you go. Set them up, Joe. So Let's do that I'm right. This is what you call the Stella Artois that I'm having this, this evening. This what is, is everyone real else thing. having this everyone, evening? This is the real thing. When here, I'm not so. there, buddy, he's in show mode. He goes, show mode? So we have to just ratchet back. We have to pump the brakes. We're going to All right, there's the second mom. number, Brendan, right, right there to you. You sent it to me on Messenger? Yeah. All right, hold on. I did, yeah. Right, okay, try on. that number. All right. And, uh, okay. We'll 
I'm on. Oh, there he is. He's oh, on. Mark. See, yeah. I told you. I'm in. I had yeah. been for the whole Very time. Hi, Mark Long. <laughs> okay. How you doing? That's- that's Brendan. He's producing on one yeah. side of town, and I'm posting cool. on the other. So, so welcome back home after a little uh, stint up in Punta Vedra. Not a bad place to be, my friend. No, that's a uh, that's a great tournament. Very good tournament. Before before we go unbelievable there, unbelievable field and oh my uh, gosh, yeah, amazing field and just a great week. I want to get to that. I want to get to Webb Simpson, but let me get to you first on um, on something regarding. Uh, uh, what I call the danger season for athletes. We're starting to see that, you know, athletes get in trouble. Florida had one last week, one of their prize, Justin Watkins, one of their prize recruits. We'll see how it turns out. He's not, he's been charged with trespassing on school property in Ocala. Uh, and some people concerned about the, his behave, behavior and given what Florida's dealt with after last year and the you know, knucklehead nine, as he's called by some, how much of a concern should it be, excuse me, about these behavior of these athletes in the during the summer season? Well, it's always a concern when anybody uh, gets in trouble or gets caught up in something like this. I think it's always concerning, and certainly a, a uh, maybe not a red flag, but a yellow flag. But in this case, you know, I, I don't, you know, I don't even pretend to know everything that went down or or whatnot, but. Uh, I will give Watkins credit for, for there's something to be said for, you know, any guy who puts a hand on a woman and, you know, and obviously this was a heated exchange and, and I'll, I'll give him some credit for at least, uh, uh, this didn't become physical. So whatever he did, however angry he got, you know, may have kicked the car. It seemed like started to let the mayor out, broke a phone. Uh, you know, he at least, to me, I would say that he's got a chance to to stick around at Florida and and get a second chance because uh, because it wasn't uh, you know it wasn't physical violence you know with a woman. So in that that regard, I mean I'm not condoning anything he did. I'm just saying that that would have been a deal breaker and certainly you know a, a, the guy probably never would have stepped foot on Florida on campus. And uh, this I think gives him a chance. Well, one thing about it, uh, this is the first so-called blemish, if that's the right word, that's probably a little strong, on anything up there in, in Gainesville uh, regarding uh, the Mullen regime. And it's going to happen. It's a fact of life. Athletes are going to get in trouble. As long as there is testosterone, there is marijuana, booze, and what have you, uh, there are going to be some issues with players. I chatted, I didn't chat, I read a piece um in Sports Illustrated last week, uh, written ab- about Urban Meyer, and he was quoted, and he's he's on this sort of campaign now. To and I, some people say, well, he's overreacting to what he did in Florida, but he he in Sports Illustrated he talked about the 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 care and feeding and health. And that's not the right word, but the the caring for the athlete a little bit more. He thinks maybe they're put in a very tenuous situation. And he says it went from being 80-20 football, uh, you know, whatever, to, to him, to as a coach, to maybe at 20-80, to where he thinks it's more important now that the athlete in his life and his education and whatever. Now, you can call that what you want to, but, uh, you know, Urban has a propensity for one thing. He's not afraid to say he was wrong about things, and he has in the past uh, in mistakes he's made. I'm going to have him on the air on Friday. Uh, the reason I bring that up is, is it tie, is, is this an awakening perhaps 
Or is this just something that's been going on forever and coaches have just turned a deaf ear to it? That's a very good question. I think it's probably the answer probably lies somewhere in between and it's probably unique to each coach. Uh, I think for some of them, it's, you know, it's probably been a lifelong issue that they've dealt with. And I think for others, there probably is a little bit of awakening. Uh, you know, I think with urban and, you know, a lot of the more recent coaches, I think, you know, they, they have admitted, I've seen it, they, they, that, that the kids are different today. I've seen them talk about it and how, you know, you've got to, you've got to be able to change with the times and these kids are different and you've got to come at them differently. You can't, take the approach that worked with you or the approach that you learned how to deal with when, you know, in the coaching realm, uh, whether it's, you know, Woody Hayes or Steve Spurrier, those, the way coaches dealt with players 10, 15, 20 years ago, that's, that's not the way you got to deal with these kids. Now they're, they're absolutely different. Uh, and they're probably unique from kid to kid as, as always, but, uh, you, you, you know, you got to find what works today. And that is always changing. And anybody who tells you otherwise has got their head in the sand. Uh, so I think, uh, I think that's a big deal. And I think maybe that's what Urban's realized now. And I think probably his time at Florida certainly started him down that path. And I would guess his time at Ohio State has, has, has seen more of the same. Uh, so I think for, for Urban, it probably is an awakening over the last decade in terms of uh, seeing. And, you know, it probably helps that he's got three kids who are, you know, of his own who are in that age bracket, you know, you, you, you know, you learn a lot about yeah. uh, probably football players through watching your own kids grow up. That's a good point. Cause he mentioned in the sports illustrated article that it occurred to him when his daughter was being recruited to play volleyball. And he started talking about things like what number they, she would get. And he thought, well, what, how petty should that, I mean, that's getting pretty petty about trying to, persuade someone by giving them a number or whatever he experienced as a father, the other side of that coin probably could say, well, some of this doesn't look too good. You know, we'll see. But anyway, so on to the other brighter side, we like to think of, and we have hoist our glasses, Brendan, this is late night, dilly, dilly, little beverage up here to a glass half full. You are very optimistic. Uh, uh, as a matter of fact, Mark, we've discussed this. You've been through a pretty well, so you've been on the desert for five years. <laughs> longer than that but yeah it's been a while now and so actually more like 10 but you you're not it's no secret you weren't a big fan of the last coach here and you had your differences but then and i'm not saying that you were wrong certainly i think right now if you poll uh people they tend to favor you because things are coming out now about McElwain that we didn't know before and I, why i don't want to just demonize the guy i mean my gosh the things we're hearing about conditioning is a little bit. I hope it's not one of these cases where you blame the last guy. But anyway, I think the upbeat and the up-tempo thing uh, is really good. I think Mullen is doing well. He's going to make some mistakes. He's got a quarterback situation. So what's the danger of this thing getting out of hand in terms of, of the optimistic uh, people saying, well, hey, this team's going to go, uh, you know, 11-1 and be disappointed when they go 8-4? and four? Yeah, it is an absolute delicate balance right now for Dan Mullen because I do believe that he knows he's he doesn't have an ideal quarterback situation. And so I think he's got to try to find a way to temper expectations while also, you know, revitalizing a fan base that has grown tired of watching 
what was a once proud program just you know peter along here and offense and now the defense is took a turn last year and really hit basically what we believe is you know what what it looks like it's rock bottom since 2007 it's the worst worst defense florida's put on the field statistically so uh so all of a sudden you got two sides of the ball to uh to rebuild and just bad football Mm-hmm. Yeah, kicking game was good. Kicking game was great. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah, kicking game was great, but then you lost both of those guys. So yeah. uh, you know, Dan Mullen understands that this is this is a little bit of a rebuild, but he's trying to you know rejuvenate a program that's that's become very stagnant and very disgruntled, and they want to win and they want to win now. So he's telling them what they want to hear. I'm going to get this program back to competing for national championships. That's his, that is his motto. And he has not backed off and he's not going to back off. The The question is how long is it going to take? How patient are the fans going to be? And does he have the quarterback, you know, of the, the quarterback of the now on the roster? I'm not sure he does, but I know this, if he doesn't, he's going to go get one somewhere, whether, whether it's from another school as a transfer whether it's, you know, crushing the recruiting pass and, and finding the next guy out there. I just have a lot of faith in Dan Mullen to fix uh, the offense at some point, whether it's next year, this year, next year, or the year after. I think he's going to get it done. Well, I think if you look at the trending part of this, which, let's be honest, there wasn't anything trending good in Florida football in the last two years. And, and certainly it was trending downward, and people are ready to jump off the ledge whenever they lost what they thought was their next coach, Chip Kelly, saying the program is over, it's done, it's finished. We took calls on, and comments on the station for a week that people that sound like they were getting ready to go into a depression. Uh, and this is how it swings with, uh, with Gator fans and, and most fans. So now it's trending upward, which is good. And I think it's been very healthy. Um, we all like it in the media because we got someone who's more cooperative and understands what we're doing and somebody that uh, we think is competent. And there's questions when you had to quick, quick, you had to wonder about Max, Max competency and that of staff. You had to wonder about that. So, all right. So now, um, did you see this story? And I've seen different versions of this, whether, where, where it seemed as though some thought it was, Mullen was chastising Florida for not being behind not the pro gators more. And somebody else wrote that, uh, he's kind of given up on South Florida. So I don't know where that came from because maybe Randy Shannon's not there. I don't know. But those are always going to be stories like that out there. I didn't get that picture. Did you? No, not at all. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't, I never once got that. I, I always got the, 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 the notion from, from people that, that uh, Dan Mullen was, was aloof in his time here before and that he probably should have been and would have been, uh, back if he had a better relationship with Jeremy Foley earlier. And, uh, but, uh, I, I've all, I've, all I've heard is mostly positive. I, I understand they're getting their butt kicked in recruiting in the Lakeland area. And I think Lakeland's got another pretty strong group of kids coming out. But, uh, from everything I, I've heard, they've, they've been very, you know, better than average for a new staff in a new area coming in in November. You know, like kind of right before signing day, I think they've been uh, from all every everything I've heard, they've been better than expected in year one from a recruiting standpoint, and that's that's what gives you hope because you know that second year 
is really where that second recruiting class right. is really where you're going to start judging guys. Right. You know, when they've, they've had their year on campus, they've had their first season to show everybody how they're going to play football. What do they, what do they do at that point going forward? Yeah, well, here's the deal. I mean, uh, uh, they're getting interest in from four stars and five stars like they never did before. And they've got people visiting that are top flight recruits. And basically, let's be honest, Michael Wayne was signing 15 year olds and they signed a freshman here from Ocala because he had to get a jump on the, to get, to get them. So anyway, yeah. uh, we'll see how that goes. I'm not a recruiting expert, and I don't think you claim to be either. Before we go no. to the subject of golf real quick and get an overview of the, of the incredible golf that you saw, um, is, there, is, is there anything, I mean, has there ever been anything like the flurry of SEC titles that the Gators just got in 30 hours? Men's and women's track, <laughs> softball yeah. and baseball in 30 hours? Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's been unbelievable. I, I just remember asking uh, Scott Strickland just a few weeks ago how many uh, how many national titles did he win at Mississippi State? Because I wasn't I was curious because I don't I don't I wasn't sure, and the number was zero. I mean, the guy went you know seven, eight, nine years at Mississippi State without winning an NCAA title, and then he comes to Florida and they're just they're flowing left and right, and you know it's like I think they've got. Uh, every program this spring is ranked, not only ranked, but ranked in the top 10 and then yeah. nationally. And you, you look at what's coming down the pipe and you, you got to think that baseball program is going to at least make, you know, at least get to the college world series and make a run at repeating, if not repeating, uh, you know, softball, it's probably as this is, might be as good of a team as he's had since maybe, you know, the dominance yeah. of Lauren Hager, uh, so yeah. And then, then track is on a whirlwind. And right now I think men's golf is leading the NCAAs down in, uh, mm -hmm. they're down in, uh, outside Kissimmee there. Uh, so, you know, and women's golf is, is right up right in the mix too. So it's like, they've got, uh, they've got a number of opportunities to win more national titles in the next, uh, the next month. And yeah. uh, I wouldn't be shocked if, if Scott Strickland doubles his uh, doubles his take down the down the stretch here. All right. So our guest is Mark Long of the Associated Press. He covers uh, sports in North Florida, the, the Jaguars, the Gators, etc. He covered the Players Championship. By the way, did we join uh, several platforms tonight? We're now simultaneously on Facebook and on Twitter uh, and on uh, YouTube all one time. And some of our friends are checking in from Twitter for the first time and finding this program. So thanks for doing that, Mark. I don't know. Webb Simpson doesn't strike me as uh, Johnny Miller like, but boy, he played golf. That's like that round Miller shot at Oakmont. This guy was phenomenal, and he 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 had he had one tiny hiccup coming down the stretch at a bogey. But that, I don't know that I've seen golf played that a lot like that since. What would you say since Greg Norman aced the course a few years ago? It's it's certainly you know it it uh, it's been a few years that we've seen anything like it, and especially the first three days and even, you know, probably specifically that, that second day when he, you know, he was shot nine under. Uh, but uh, it was, it was unbelievable. His putter cooled off on the weekend and he started, you know, he, he all of a sudden became human and he looked like everybody else out on the course, you know, making some bogeys and, and losing some shots and missing some putts. But uh, for, for Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 
Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen anything like it. Certainly not at that tournament, not at any tournament. You see that every every now and then. You see a guy will pull out one round like that where he goes goes really low, eight, nine, ten under. Uh, you see that occasionally here to there, but you rarely see a guy do it, basically play that kind of golf, not quite nine under, but certainly play that kind of golf for, for, for consecutive days and three days. And that's what Webb Simpson did, and that's why he had a seven-shot lead going into the final round and why he really could coast through that thing. Nobody right. would say that he did because he says it's the hardest thing he's ever done yeah. because you know the seven-shot lead felt like a one-shot lead all right. day. You know on that course you're always just one hiccup. Some guy right. makes an eagle at, at 9 or 10 or, uh, or 16, you know, all eagle, you know, and, and you go triple bogey because there's a lot of triple bogeys waiting for you on that course. Uh, all of a sudden that seven-shot lead is, is, you know, down to a couple. So, you know, they, they were always kind of, that was always in their head, and they kind of, I think it played a little tight, you know, got a little human there. And then certainly uh, all he needed to do was finish on 18, and he ended up double bogeying. But yeah. uh, who cares? But I mean, the guy, the guy was just phenomenal for three yeah, days, and exactly. it allowed him to, to be human right. on the fourth day and still win by, by, by however many strokes, four strokes. Hey, Mark, thanks for joining us. Always good stuff. Appreciate your time. Look forward to chatting down the road here. It's going to be an interesting summer. Let's see if these gators can get to the danger zone and then uh, maybe to <laughs> SEC media days. Then we start counting it down. I'm ready for some football. I don't know about you. <clears throat> I'm with you. I'm with you. Mark right, Longer, thank, thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. Appreciate it very much, buddy. Okay, Brendan, before we get on, let's hear he's from Dan Hightower. Good, he's always a good interview, Mark Longer. Yeah, he's very good. I want to tell very you, folks on Twitter, Yeah, Twitter are kind of joining us in. Gatorman45 joined in. Yeah, what's up, uh, Twitter? Uh, what's going on? Uh, we got a comment from, uh, you said, glad you joined it. Love it. Uh, let's see. Twitter. Looks like Adva... Eva Dixie join. Uh, I can't read. D Trinity join. Several. We had a few That's new friends Twitter. on Twitter. So yeah, thank my, you. I got my Twitter You're, head on. Oh, you got it. Okay. Yeah, I got well, my then, Twitter uh, Twitter birds on my head there. Well, here's the deal. Uh, You're making your hats making a big splash among the kingdom. Of course, everybody is. wants it. Oh yeah, we're it. live to the kingdom. I forgot to check the kingdom. Yeah, you better oh, check the kingdom. Talking did about you your check hat. The, did you go to the kingdom? Oh, I'm reading it right now. I'm reading it, yeah. So, uh, wow. you know, uh, Colville wants your hat, you know. Uh, Colville and uh, hats. He's too much with that. Yeah. Um, I thought I, seven, I thought I streamed directly to the kingdom tonight. I forgot. I don't even remember what, what I did. Well, first time around, it's okay. Anyway, so uh, Don Beverly said, what's up with the light, Brendan? I want to know about the light. What I light? The light? I guess the beer. I don't know. The light beer? It's the, oh. it's the light. I don't know. I don't know. Too you much said light? you were. Um, too much also, light? uh, I don't know. Kevin, Kevin Zemisky says, nice hat, Brendan. Yeah. And Jennifer said, easy, Kevin. Coville has already called dips on that hat. Yeah, we are live to the kingdom. Look at that. Of course we are. Of course we are. Well, um, I mean, it's all over. I mean, I'm live everywhere. We went to a live show. Look at that. Tiger Speed, Dilly Dilly, GNK. Good job, Dilly Dilly. All right. Well, there you go. I think we're on Times Square right now. Probably should be. I think we're on that big board in Times Square right now. We've got so. a bunch of different streams going tonight. I was just so seeing, what we're doing is so, what's happening is I'm trying to see if what the best streaming option is for everybody. So we're streaming to the Buddy Martin show right now. 
We're streaming directly to the Gator Nation Kingdom because I just want to see how that was, but we'll probably not do that again because it divides the chat room, I think. Uh, we're streaming directly to um, Twitter and uh, YouTube Live. So if you're a YouTuber, The Buddy Martin Show, uh, if you Google that, you'll see our stream. If you Google uh, at the Buddy, at Buddy Show for Twitter, right, right, Dan? At Buddy Show for Twitter, yeah. You, you'll check the stream out and also the replays. And, of course, the Buddy Martin Show will have everything else. I, I, we're just well, trying. We have 12 people watching on Twitter, just so you know. Uh, well, we're, um, just, we're, we're trying to expand. A lot of people who don't do Facebook do other right, things. Right. So, a lot of, we get a lot of that. People say, how do I get the show? I don't do Facebook. Right. Well, we could tell you about SoundCloud. But that's a day later. We post sometimes later than that. Well, but we're going to get. We're going to do we're better coming, with that. But there's coming. iTunes. If you want to subscribe there as a podcast, but we're not really a podcast as much as we are a show. So anyway, we're going to be doing this multi-platform stream for a while to see how that works and try to get out to those who don't have an opportunity to do Facebook. Don Enrico said it's worldwide. Worldwide. Well, yeah, we are worldwide. All right. Whatever. Uh, once you call, let's hear from Dan Hightower. Right. You can call France, and we'll come back and talk about this uh, this massacre on the SEC titles by Gator teams coming up right here on the Buddy Martin Show. After this timeout, front talk to our friend Dan Hightower. No one ever plans a car accident. Having a plan after you've been in one, however, can make a world of difference. Daniel L. Hightower has been fighting for accident victim justice in Ocala and statewide since 1976. After meeting with Dan and his team, you'll know your case matters, that you matter, and that Dan will fight hard to get you just results. If you've been severely injured through no fault of your own by a careless or reckless driver, you need Daniel L. Hightower. Well, with us, it's a family-owned business. Majority of the employees are family. You know, no drugs, no alcohol. We do a lot of big, high contracts. Uh, we do a lot of government contracts. We do Sikorsky aircraft and E-1 we've done for many years. And we, we, we carry, you know, big general liability insurance policies. Knock on wood, since 1958, we've never had one claim. So there's not too many companies that can, uh, can stand by that. Safety is very important to AAA Tree Service. Uh, not only for our own employees, but for our customers as well. We, we, you know, we take pride in going to their, their places. We treat it like it's our home, and we, we leave it the way as it would be if it would be our home. And we even go above and beyond. We do more than just trees. I mean, we, we you know, trim hedges, we pressure wash, we, you, know, you, you name it, we, we get into doing anything that a uh, customer needs. Call us at 873-3440 uh, or on the website, uh, AAATreeService.com, or also on CenturyLink.com as well. All right, back with France Beard. should be joining us momentarily. And uh, we'll visit with him about this. 30 hours, Florida Gators uh, rolled up the big successes Saturday afternoon and Sunday night. Uh, in Did you hear that, by the way? Did you hear that? The Gators just won another national championship. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, it just, another? It just happened. This just, happens again. Just happened. Wait a minute, that's two more in the two last more. hour. It just happened. Wow, it's amazing. He piled them up. Just there's happened. also a big story about the Supreme Court today. We're going to try to just touch on it because it's so complicated. But they voted 6-3 to overturn the ban on sports gambling uh, oh, in yeah. New Jersey. How's that going to affect us? I talked to one of our friends today, tonight, who's in that business. I have some friends that are in the business that are in that business. So, you know, I, 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 there, I have some mixed bag about that, a big feeling about that. Well, it's not necessarily going to be a proliferation of fantasy sports leagues. 
That's not going to happen according to my friend. You I think that's what's going to happen. I but, think Francis yeah. Beard is on the line. Is that you, Franz? It's always a good thing. Hello. Hello, Franz. How are you? I am doing well, Brendan. How's life in the big city? Well, you know, Ocala, it's such a big town these days. So, yeah, it's getting to be a big city, Franz. Marion County has a lot more people in it than Alachua County. We're starting to blow up, Franz. We're getting a new hotel on the square. Watch out. It's going to get real down here in the square. I'm going to party like, you know, it's 1999, Franz. Dilly-dilly, I would take you seriously, but that's a Stella Artois, and I don't take anybody who drinks a Belgian beer seriously. Well, of course you don't, Franz. Of course you don't. Why would you? It would be against everything you are as a person, and that's why I love you. <laughs> oh gosh! What Friends, did you hear that, friends? Friends, do you hear that? Did you hear that? Heard, Florida heard, just won another national championship. Did you hear that? They just won another SEC championship. They just won another SEC championship right there. Just, just real fast. Five minutes ago. Five seconds. Well, I'll tell you what happened this weekend. Is Florida all but all but made it a point made it certain that they will win the All Sports Trophy again. Uh, that's seven uh, SEC championships, and uh, it, what an amazing—it's an amazing weekend. And then you throw in the fact that the lacrosse team wins the quarterfinal. They're going up to James Madison, and I think that's a, a quarterfinal match. Even though it's on the road, I think they'll win. And uh, tennis adv- men's tennis advanced to the Sweet 16 of of the NCAA's as well. Uh, it. There have been very, very few weekends like this ever in Florida history, in Florida sports history. You're getting a lot of shout-outs today. Uh, Kevin says, uh, hi, Franz. Len Tindall. Franz, Len Tindall wants you to know his is Blue Moon. Um, David Baldoff made a comment about, is Ocala getting big enough to get a Super 8? Uh, anyway, so a lot of jokes tonight. A lot of funny stuff out there from the That's Nation. pretty funny. No. Yeah. We're going to have a P.F. Chang's one day. Don't worry, okay? Probably, it's probably, who, who's, you know, it's probably Coville running his mouth again. I know how he is. Gainesville's actually getting a P.F. Chang's. Uh, it should be opening up within the next month. Gainesville and Ocala are going to connect before we know it. It's all going to be one thing anyway. <laughs> well, we have it in the villages, but that's about for folks as we can come. Um uh, Francis, uh, before we get into the uh, <clears throat> some aspects of the Joe Burrow thing, which I had reported a friend of mine out of Columbus about the, what might have happened to Burrow that he's not coming to Florida, it's not confirmed, but this guy is a pretty good reporter saying that there may be a coach who stepped in the way of that. Well, before we do that, let's just look at this amazing performance again. We knew the baseball team, certainly. Uh, uh, and the softball team were good. They won the SEC. The Gators, of course, are ranked number one in the country in baseball. Uh, and 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 you have been touting the track all year. You you you've been touting them, and now they come up with uh, the same weekend men's and women's track. We tend to take it for granted, but how, how great is that accomplishment to win four SEC title regular season titles in thirty hours? Uh, it's unbelievable. I mean, I don't think that's ever happened at any other school anywhere in in the SEC. And that makes, uh, by my count, that's either seven or eight SEC championships this year. Because you got volleyball, you got soccer, you got men's swimming, 
there may be something else in there as well. But that's uh, and then you've got a Big East championship for the lacrosse team as well. It's not an SEC, but it, it mm-hmm. that's not bad either. So that's eight conference championships for sure this year, and nobody else is even close. What was the most impressive thing? about this whole thing so far. Now, they've got tournaments to play starting next week, obviously. They haven't finished the deal yet. But remember, uh, one thing about it, Sully says he's not give. He only gives rings for the SEC regular season and Omaha. So it's fairly important to his team. I think that's the case with Tim Walton, too. So of all these things that happened and the performance we've seen by some of these players, the pitching staff's amazing. I love J.J. Schwartz. I like to watch him hit. I just get a kick out of watching him. He's going to be a terrific major league player, in my opinion. But what is the thing that, that impresses you the most? Out of all, and I'm not seeing the track team, so I really can't speak to that. What impressed you the most? Oh, well, it was the track team winning it. Uh, and the way they did win it, uh, of course, the men's side, uh, when Alabama scratched on the final event, it assured that they were the only team that could have possibly beaten the Gators, and the Gators would have had to have finished like sixth in the four by four hundred relay. And that's one. Florida is one of the best teams in the country in that. But the women, they had to finish ahead of LSU. They had a half point lead. And to win the SEC, they only had to finish ahead of LSU. And the LSU was ahead after the first leg. And then the three girls that followed that just maintained a, about a five-yard lead over LSU the rest of the way. A remarkable performance. Uh, Mike Holloway, uh, you know, he's won seven national championships. Uh, I think he could, I think the men are going to win. I think the women, the women are going to have a hard time to win, but they're, they're going to finish in the top three or four nationally, but they could win it. I, I just think Georgia is so strong in the field events that Georgia could possibly, possibly win. And the Gators don't have any really good distance runners. And that's going to, that's going to hurt them somewhat in the women's side. But it, it's just a remarkable performance because you got one coach coaching both sides of it. So he and his staff, uh, they're all over the place because they got jumpers, they got field events, they got sprints, they got distance going, they've got relays going. And for all of the distractions that you've got with that, to come up with one staff, you know, and, and you don't have two separate staff. For one staff to guide them to two SEC championships, that's just absolutely remarkable. Uh, I, 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 you know, Mike Holloway is without a question to me the, the greatest coach that's ever coached at the University of Florida. Wow! And, All right, and, and Lynn Tindall point. Right. Excuse me. Lynn Tindall says the best thing of says says uh, and they're one Kennedy Baker away from winning gymnastics this year. Uh, Lynn Tindall points that out. Uh, let me get to a couple of points here before we jump in on the other subject. One of them is that <clears throat> uh, the I don't forget remind folks that the the drawing for tonight for the elites and behind me is the goodie package is going to take place right at the top of the hour. That's the T-shirt, the books, and the shoes. 
Can you see the shoes? I don't know if you can see the shoes. Shoes. That's got to be the shoes. Yeah, got to be the shoes. I think, Brendan, what size are yours? 11s? I think mine are 11s. And I got 9s and I think 10s. So if you want 9, 10, 11, you're good there. They'll get that for just the drawing. Here's the hat over here. Look. Not getting my hat. No, no. Well, no. Coble's got that. Uh, no, he's not getting my hat. Says he's got it. Already got it. Here's the hat. You, We're going to draw from the numbers. There's 17 pieces of paper in here, right here. And whatever one coincides with the list that Brendan sounded on the screen, there's 17 elites. Whoever gets that will be the winner. Coville's going to get it. Now, here's the thing about it, is that this is just this week goodie package. In the coming weeks, we'll talk to you about other things like we're going to work out something to get some CD Farms stuff. I don't know if we can ship it. You may have to be, get it here in town, uh, either, the, either the vegetables or the beef, which we'll get. Also, uh, we're going to have two open two games, so the op- two tickets to opening games. Opening game, that'll be one. And other goodies that we will have for you in the next. We'll do this once a month. We'll draw for the elites. They'll get a goodie package. That's one. Friends, the other thing before we get into uh, the subject du jour is I don't know what to make of this whole thing with the, with the Supreme Court today other than saying it looks like another step more closer to legalized gambling for everything. New Jersey now apparently will be able to have sort of open gambling. I hear from my friends who are in this business, don't look for fantasy sports to be getting a big jump anytime soon. It gives the states the right to vote on stuff. It doesn't necessarily mean it's automatically going to be waived in. There's a lot of the states can levy a big fee. The professional leagues, NFL is trying to levy a big uh, league. I don't know how they can do this because they can't do it in Vegas. Anyway, it's just softening all the legislation to make it easier for gambling. I guess when you can go over to to England and bet on the British Open. Um, uh, players right on the day of the tournament are probably in progress with bookies in the streets. It's not that uh, uh, that unusual anymore. So it's coming closer. We know what's happened in Las Vegas now. Uh, they got teams, professional teams there, uh, and uh, they they're making it easier to gamble. And look, it's been easier for a while. There's offshore gambling. Uh, the, a lot of the dog tracks and horse tracks they have gambling card rooms, whatever. It's no secret. And there's bazillion dollars being bet illegally every year. So I'm not going to moralize on whether it's right or wrong, good or bad, whatever it may be, but there's no question that, that the politicians particularly want to get their hands on that money, uh, which can, they can help fund some of their projects in their home state. So that was significant today. I don't look forward to changing anything overnight, but things will be different in New Jersey. Your well, thoughts? What, oh, the one thing I think that's going to change is I, I think we're going to see the gradual phasing out of your friendly neighborhood bookie. Maybe yeah. that guy that maybe that guy at your friendly neighborhood uh, pit stop where you where you uh, down a couple beers, probably mm-hmm. President uh, Brendan, with uh, with your friends. Uh, My friends don't drink that crap. That guy that operates that operates down at the end of the bar and you know takes a wager or two and or three or four. I, but those guys are going to gradually be phased out by this. But I think that's about the only thing that's really going to change. But the, the same amount of money, I think, will be bet. I just think that uh, the difference will be that it, it, the government will have it to, uh, its hooks in it instead of uh, it, instead of it being non-taxable income. Yeah. 
All right, Francis, I'm jumping Whatever, all the way. Whatever, Francis. Your, your business is going to take a total crap because now you have no big bookie business for you, buddy. It's all coming to an end for you, pal. You got, you're, you're screwed. <laughs> I learned a long time ago, Brendan. Brendan, somebody a lot smarter than I told down in Miami said, never bet on anything that can talk. He said, you bet on horses, you bet on dogs, and you'll leave it at that. A couple of comments from the kingdom. Len Tennyson says, isn't lottery gambling? Well, of course it is. This is like, some people are saying this is like scratch-offs. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little yeah. different. Uh, Joe Fulford said, and I'm curious, what are coaches doing during this part of the year, friends? Playing golf. Well, they're, they're getting ready uh, to, to hit the rope. This is, May, this is May, so you've got a chance to – the assistant coach, the head coach can't recruit during May, which is one Speak. of the dumber, dumber things the NCAA has ever done. But the assistant coaches can all be out there on the road. You can have eight of them out at a time. And uh, so they're out there. And, and Dan Mullen wants to make it a point that his assistant coaches will be at every single high school in the state that plays football. So, that's what. That's the big thing that's going to happen because we're looking at what's today, the 14th. Within two weeks, we're going to be having uh, spring jamborees and things like that. So it's a very big time for recruiting. And this weekend, they have the the um, backyard barbecue for for recruits that are going to be coming up here to Gainesville. So that's going to be a big deal as well. So. Uh, Recruiting is, is first and foremost for football right now. All right. That answers that question. Um, all right. Joe Fulford wanted to know and whatever. All right. Now, here, here's what I want you to think. Let's focus on the next couple of minutes. Then we're going to do our drawing for the uh, league package. Um, I have a friend in Columbus uh, who's reliable, um, who's not a coach, who texted me today that Joe Burrow – was blocked from coming to Florida by Urban Meyer. Uh, I, I can't confirm that, nor will I charge that, but that's what he said. Now, I'm going to have Urban on Friday. Wow. I will. I can't really ask him that directly, but I will ask him about, you know, what you do when you have a guy that you don't want to go to certain schools and get his take on that. I don't know if that's true or not. I, I kind of bothers me a little bit if that's the case because the kid's graduated. I don't see how anybody can block him. I don't understand that, why he couldn't just go where he wants to go. It would seem to me he's free to do what he wants to do. He's done his thing there. And I, I wish they would address that, don't you? Well, I, I do, especially since Urban says he wouldn't block the kid from transferring within the Big Ten because Nebraska wants him. And Nebraska is a potential uh, opponent for Ohio State should in the next couple of years should Nebraska yeah. win the uh, Big Ten West. Yeah. So Urban wouldn't block him from there. I question it. I, would, do I say it's out of the realm of possibility? Absolutely not. But do I question it? Yes, I do. I'm with you on that. I, I, I do question it So as well. All right. So um, finally. That being said, I think he's going to LSU, buddy. Okay. You've been, saying that the whole, you've been saying that the whole time. Um, that's scary because they ever got a quarterback for what they were able to do. Okay. Final thing is for Miss Joni draws the name out of the hat for the drawing coming up for uh, the elites, members of the elite program. You see on the screen there. Um, all right, so 
of the new coach, Al Pinkins, just like our Bubba uh, Ennis predicted, Settle Linger, is the is a new assistant associate coach. Uh, you said to me earlier last week, really great hire. They get him. Well, they got him. Uh, I hear that he might be very good with coaching the bigs, which I think Florida needs a little help on. So you stick to that statement. Do you think it's a terrific hire? Oh, I think it is an absolutely terrific hire. This is a guy Billy Donovan tried to recruit to Florida. Uh, he ended up not making grades, ended up going to Chipola Junior College, uh, and then went on to North Carolina State, but uh, was, a, was a fine college basketball player, uh, has been a really good basketball coach, worked for Andy Kennedy, and uh, that's one of, I think that's where the connection is with Mike White, but I think he's a really fine coach. I know this from... Uh, Having met up with Al a bunch of times up at the Peach Jam in Augusta, this is a guy that kids believe in. He's a, he's an easy sell for recruits. Uh, kids just kind of gravitate to him. He's got a, a bit of a magnetic personality, uh, and he's got a good history behind him of doing well uh, in coaching kids up. So I think that this is a, a really good hire, a strong hire. Um, I don't mean to play or sound like I'm playing a race car, but uh, he's a black uh, coach, and I don't think that hurts at all either. I think that's a really good move for, for Florida basketball. Okay. That's fair enough to say. Uh, before we take a break and have Miss Joni do this, I want to just tell my folks about Center State Bank. Uh, their slogan is centered on communities and customer service. Uh, they mean that. As a matter of fact, I called today to see if we could get our – uh, our banquet, our, 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 our banquet quarterback club meeting, uh, with Megan Mullen, I might say, coming up on the 22nd of August, uh, at Center State Bank's community room. And that's what they need to do great. They make it, you've been there, friends. They have a terrific yeah. place up there on the second floor. Uh, they're, and they also believe in being locally, uh, driven by the markets. Uh, they have a long-term view of all loans, the world-class service. And of course, they believe in faith and family. They are centered, uh, they are actually located in Winter Haven, the seventh largest bank in Florida. It's my bank here in Ocala. There are also 82 locations in Florida in 30 counties. Check it out. Go to centerstatebank.com and find out what that means. Centered on community and customer service in Ocala. It's on Silver Springs Boulevard. Call 368-6800. Center State Bank, centered on community and customer service. And with that, the lovely Joan Martin will come over and draw. I got. Let me interject yeah. something real quick. Yeah. If Miss Joni's hand just even touches the slip that's got your name, you should feel extraordinarily blessed. I agree with that. Even if you don't win, the fact that she might have touched your slip means that God has smiled on you like wow. he smiles on the wow. Gators when they win. So if Tony's hand touches a slip, even if you don't win, you it's, feel like God it's is It's like the hand of God goes from God oh to Joni to the, to the oh slip. Oh, my word. Okay, here we go. All right, a little, a little music. Hold on. Mom. Check him up, up a little bit. Mom. Come on, Mom. Check him up, Mom. Here we go. Don't look at him. Don't look at him. Don't look at him. Brendan, where is that right there? I don't know. Four. Who is it? Who is that? 
Uh, three, four. Roger Burns in China. Nice. Roger and... Burns in China. We'll have to hold Roger him for Roger Burns Roger, in China. Somebody tell Roger he's sleeping Nimbo right now. China. Nimbo Roger China. Burns. Roger wins the shoes, uh, the books. He's a good man, Roger. I'm glad he won. You better trend in China with those shoes. Right. Exactly. I know. Roger hey, Burns. Let's hear it. Let's hear it for Roger Burns. When I lived in Korea, I set trends because I had gator stuff. There you and go. Nobody had gator stuff but me. The abuse was Izod, friends. <laughs> when, when, when I wore gator stuff, I got to tell you what, when I wore gator stuff in Korea, yeah. military guys, uh, I mean, it was a magnet for every military guy coming. I mean, they they say yeah. they had stuff to say about yeah. everybody, you know. And if they were Gator fans, it was good stuff. If they weren't yeah. Gator fans, it wasn't very good. We're the yeah. most hated school in the country. John Enrico says, great music, buddy. All right. Thank you, John. Uh, Lynn Tindall says, UPS is smiling. <laughs> no, we're not sending it to China. Uh, Robert Covell said that. Uh, said, congratulations, Roger. I second the motion. Uh, congratulations, Roger Burns from Kevin. Um, Fran says, I get that way in Iowa. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, buddy, what we need to do is we need to have, we need to have a, have a, a, a lunch where everybody can just come once a month. We need to have a lunch where everybody can come just, just join us and, and just have, have, have a good, and let us, let everybody know, know it about two weeks in advance so everybody can plot it out, plan it out. And come have lunch with us. I got just the place. I'm going to tell you about it right now, friends. You know where it is. You've been there. Hope you'll come back soon. And that would be our World of Beer location over there on Newberry Road, which is a terrific. It's our home away from home. Nice segue. segue. Yeah, we're going to be right over there on Wednesday. World of Beer located on Newberry Road. If you turn off on I-75, go less than three miles across the West End golf course. You'll find them right there. Uh, they have not just great beer, but great food. We like to say we uh, good, great food, good times, great beer from around the globe. And uh, they, uh, Brady Ackerman and I appear there every Wednesday. Sometimes Franz joins us. Hope we can do that again soon. I'll uh, be there and going to drink some Korean food. They have Korean. Yeah, yeah. right, exactly. So they're voted uh, Gainesville's best pub and bar two straight years. There's a reason when you get there. And I'll tell you something else. You look at the. You look at the, the prices, they're very even. I even bought Francis lunch. That's how cheap they were. When I buy Francis lunch, it's got to be cheap. Uh, so uh, remember, World of Beer Toga in Gainesville voted best bar and pub in Gainesville. Two straight years. World of Beer, it's not just about the beer, but it could be. But it should be. See? All right. It should be. Um, it should be. Yeah, well, it's about the beer for you, I know, pal. Oh, that's a good idea, friends. Put that. Let's get that together. Let's get the kingdom. John Enrico says sounds good. Doing during the summer. I'm free for two months. No school. Enrico says he wants to do it. Great idea, says uh, Michael Burton. Uh, at Pearl says Nat Blaylock. The mayor of Newberry checks in. Why wouldn't he want it right there on the street from him? Uh, Christian Hubler says sounds fun. Uh, so yeah, looks like you brought up an idea. So let's go to work on that, Francis. He would make that happen. All right. We we could even do maybe maybe do it like every two weeks and have a rotating spot where that makes it convenient for 
people maybe in the Ocala area and maybe one in the Gainesville area and do it like that. See how that goes. And by the way, France, I have a little news for you, Brendan. I guess we can give a little tease about this. You know that writing thing we talked about? Yes. We're going to have a place for you soon, like in a couple of days, okay? And, and it's all. Hey, but so, my fingers, my fingers need a keyboard to. Yes, tap. they do. We need to have you back and doing words again, man. Yeah, got, well, it's we're gonna be an exciting season, right, Brandon? We need to have Franz's words up there again. Yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna get you a place to do all that, Franz. So, hey, Brandon, you'll be happy to know about this. You know what I had on? I had on yesterday. What? My Arkansas T-shirt that we bought in 2008. I don't think I have mine anymore. Mine still exists. It's pink though. It's not red anymore. <laughs> well, that's about how good they are. So it's about appropriate for it. They're, they should wear pink this year. Ten, ten year, ten years of washing, and it's it, it's kind of pink now, but it's it's still there. And we came in from, gosh, if you remember, we came in through the Oklahoma Badlands, in through in through the back oh, yeah. from Tulsa, Tulsa into into uh, Arkansas, the the absolute scenic route, and it was goodness, that was a fun trip. Pouring rain too. That would that would that would make the the the. The Buddy Franz Travel Travel Hall of Fame, wouldn't you say? Well, yeah, that that one in Tennessee. Well, you know, Franz is a B too. You know, we got we got Brendan, Buddy, Baba, Brady, Beard, Killer Bees. Huh? Be, the Killer Bees. Yeah, we got we them all. all. We, we should all, all grow beards. Yeah, yeah, what, buddy, buddy, what would you say this is the top road trip we ever took? I, you know, I, I'm going to tell you one. It's off the record, off a little bit offbeat, but I think you'll agree with it. And that was coming from Huntsville, Alabama, after you and I had a speaking engagement. And yeah. we drove into Atlanta, and because of a storm and some other stuff, we ended up having and a detour that was on an interstate. We ended up going the absolute back road of back roads. Into through Rome, Georgia, and into, yeah. into Atlanta. Right. Yeah, that was a brutal one. It was Brendan driving. No, no, that was yeah, you, friends. You and I, and we were, and we oh. were listening to Sirius XM on Comedy Channel all the way in. I think Buddy got home and called me and said I was just scared for my life. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I, I was scared did. for my life. I think Franz. He goes, I will never ride with Franz again. I was scared for my life. We, you scared him. Good job, friends. Came down out of the mountains. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We thought we were in uh, what's that movie? We were in Cleveland, Tennessee. Bom, 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 bom. You got a pretty mouth. Delivery. <laughs> Delivery. Yeah. We came from Rome into Kennesaw, Georgia, and then down down into Sandy Springs, where we stayed. For Here's the, the thing about France. He's like a travel guy. He had a story in every place we went. He yeah, had a restaurant. And he's got a restaurant. Or a story. And a story. Every place. Yes. You remember, you remember, you remember the, the restaurant we ate at in Tuscaloosa on our way into, and our way from Birmingham into Starkville? No. What was it? Oh, it was just the, it was a little barbecue joint. In one Dreamland. No, one Dreamland, Dream. but it was one out in, on the west side of Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa. Uh, that I had, I, I can't even remember the name of it now, but somebody had passed it along to me about three weeks before that if I was ever there and we just happened to be driving that way and I saw a sign and we said, it's lunchtime. So we stopped and ate lunch there. 
I do remember that place. I do remember this. Every time we went, uh, uh, we went to New Orleans. France had knew a place, and we went in some some, some godforsaken country where everything was dark, and pulled up next to a gas station someplace, and he said, "It's great food." We say, "Sure, but we can, are we going to be able to survive the night?" That's the question. And we go in there and we sit down, and they start bringing that the Cajun food there, and we say, "Mm-mm-mm." It was pretty good on that. The food was good, but sometimes He's it was on the questionable. Deanie's on the lake. That's that was France took me to Varsity for my first time. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's where I was an intern. Though. I used to go there when I was interned at the Journal Constitution in college. Uh, at the varsity. The varsity? I always remember when I walked in, I said, I want two dogs, I want two hot dogs, and a Pepsi. And the guy says, Pair of dogs walk and squirt one. That's how they call the other house. <laughs> right. I John Fennerin that weekend that I took Brendan to to the varsity. I think John Fennerin may have set the world chili dog eating record at the varsity. That's gross. I don't want to have this conversation. I, I wasn't rooming with him. That's all I got to say. That's disgusting. Yeah. So. I, I remember room. I tried to room with Casey. Car time and then the gas station and hurt himself. Luckily, not bad. So me. All right. Brandon, the bid's up to ten bucks for your hat. I don't. Waldorf says he gives you ten. Cobell says he'll give you what do you say five or something. Of course, uh, the, I bought the hat, so I know how much it costs. They're not even in the ballpark, anywhere close. You anyway. bought it for you, but it doesn't fit your head. Well, I don't know. You seem like you, you bought, got all the hats. You bought time. it at the store, didn't you? At the Gator store? Yes, I did. Along with several others. Yeah. Yes. Oh, with this one? The nice. orange one and the white one. And I don't know if suddenly they all disappeared from my house. Because uh, they? they don't fit your head, and that's not my fault. Yeah. So this blue one, though, is very nice as well. If you'd like to look at that one there, Colville, do you have one of these? Do you have one of these? Colville? Let me say this. Uh, we'll pick a spot to go. But let me just say i got a better idea. What? One of the Sundays we should get go to CD Farms and have Miss Tracy... And Chris, cook us up some of that great food they got there, vegetables. How about it, Chris? Can you get that barbecue grill going and some of those veggies that Tracy grows? That would be a place in out in Archer at the farm. That would be a really great place to have the party. So if you can't do that, by the way, check it out. They have a vegetable special at City Farms. You can go on City Farms uh, Florida on the Facebook page, uh, and or you can go to City Farms on Gmail. The City Farms florida at gmail.com or call 352-443-5538 ask them about the new uh, spring harvest of the vegetable plant thing and so uh, you just get a whole big old box of locally grown vegetables enough for a family of four uh, vary from week to week according to what's in season so check it out it's uh, i'm gonna check it out because i'm gonna be on a veggie diet so cd farms of florida they've been sponsoring late night dilly dilly for a while appreciate that appreciate tracy and chris guys Let's wrap it up. Any final thoughts? Final thoughts. Okay. Gators are home this weekend for regional softball. Uh, Ohio State will be in here, by the way, along with South Florida and Bethune-Cookman. They win that. They get the uh, Super Regional the following week. And uh, the way they've, they've re- rescheduled things now, Florida will be against the winner of the 14 seed if the Gators should win that. So that's good. Track uh, is off for a couple weeks before the regionals. Uh, men's golf is leading, uh, tied to the lead in the uh, regional there. That's good stuff. 
It is always good to be a gator. I mean, it's just the, the best, the worst possible day as a gator is better than the best possible day you could ever have as a bulldog. All That's right, Francis. Good comment. Appreciate good comment, that. Friends. We'll say goodnight to you along with our Twitter followers tonight. We've got hey, uh Hey France, by the way, couple. I made I made your little emoji like cross swords. There's two swords and they're crossed. So like it makes you some kind of like badass. So it says <laughs> Franz beard, cross swords. But don't turn into the kind of guy that puts swords like swords up on the wall. Oh never. Never. I never. have friends like that. You know who you are. Well, All right. Thanks, Franz. Thank you, Francis. I'll say thank you to um, low places. Yeah. Well, Brendan, good job on getting us up on Twitter tonight as well. We've got a bunch of people to say goodnight to. Uh, Zucca Loaded, uh, F. Barrios, third, uh, Eludraf, seven, Bold Gator, eight, uh, Exara Bam, four, and Coldavara, five, all joined tonight along with Dylan Brook, 887. So they checked in with us along with our friends. Uh, Paid 99, Jaro Pommen, uh, Tara Curl, and several others on Twitter. So that was a new group there. And thanks to all the people who hung with us here yeah. for the night on this uh, last hour. In uh, the chat room, great show again tonight. Coville, the blue one's better, of course. Coville, uh, Kevin, great show. Uh, are the coaches allowed to have meetings with players during the offseason, buddy? No, but there's something about, I don't know what it is. I have to find out. I know that uh, Tebow hung out at Mullen's house all the time. I think they're allowed to have more. The players, I think, are allowed to come to the coach's house to eat or something. Right. Yeah, the players can can go in. Coaches cannot, can, uh, are very limited in the meetings that they can require a player to come to. But players are allowed to come over to, for example, to their house, uh, to their office, whatever, as often as they wish. Uh, for example, Chris Rainey, for all practical purposes, lived at Urban's house. He and he and Nate Meyer yeah. were swimming in the pool. Best swam in the pool, best of buddies. And so, uh, the play you can't require players to come to, for example, weekly meetings or be in your office to watch film or whatever like that. That has to be voluntary. But uh, players, good players, good teams with good players, the players are there. And let's just say it. Now, but it can't be required. That's the difference. Right. All right. All right. Well, the outforce, Brendan? Is that it? Well, I was Thanks. just addressing the chat Thanks, room. Man. I feel like we haven't talked to him much tonight. But you know, I've been talking to him all we'll, night. We'll learn, we'll learn how this whole new milieu of it all goes. But all right, friends. Say good night, friends. Good night, friends. Say good night. I know that. Uh, good night, friends. I know that we have a, a, the Say mayor goodnight. of Newberry volunteered to cook the meat if he had or smoke the meat if uh, if Chris has a smoker. All right. So that's the last. All right. Well, there you um, go. Well, Say good night, buddy. Good night, son. Love you. Good night, friends. Good night, everybody. Good night, nation.